The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Additional security measures are being put in place around Capitol Square and state buildings in downtown Richmond. Starting today, Capitol Square will be closed until after next Wednesday's presidential inauguration. According to the Department of General Services and Capitol Police, extra fencing is being installed around state buildings. These facilities will also have protective barriers. Access to them will be limited. Officials say these measures will be in place through at least January 21st. Governor Ralph Northam gave his annual State of the Commonwealth address to an uncharacteristically empty House of Delegates chamber last night. Lawmakers watched virtually a measure of protection against COVID-19, which has infected over 400,000 Virginians in the past 10 months. Here's Patrick Larson with more. Governor Northam commended the National Guard and state police for providing backup during last week's insurrection, saying he was proud Virginia stepped in. But most of his speech centered around the coronavirus and what comes next for the Commonwealth. People are hurting, and they sent us here to do a job. They are counting on us. Northam pledged to get the state to 25,000 vaccinations per day. As of yesterday, more than 193,000 Virginians have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Colonial Heights Delegate Kurt Cox, who's also running to be the next governor, gave part of the Republican response. He says the vaccine rollout has been disappointing. Ranking in the bottom third of states nationally, Every state we border is doing a better job than Virginia in administering this life-saving vaccine. Cox said that Republicans will push legislation aimed at getting kids back to in-person schooling this session. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Health departments in the Richmond region will begin their next phase of vaccinations next week. City officials explained who's next during a virtual press conference yesterday. Alan Rodriguez-Espinoza reports. Virginia still focused on its first priority groups, frontline health care workers and residents of long-term care facilities. And while that continues, some localities are moving forward. The Richmond, Henrico, Chesterfield and Chickahominy Health Departments will enter Phase 1B on Monday. Many essential workers will be able to get the COVID-19 vaccine, starting with first responders, workers in corrections and homeless shelters, school staff and child care workers. These are the folks at higher risk for exposure to COVID-19. That's Dr. Melissa Veray with the Richmond City Health District. We really want to make sure your public-facing, your front-facing, your student-facing individuals are the ones we get to first. The later categories of this phase include grocery, transportation, and postal service workers. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. This afternoon, Governor Ralph Northam and health officials will give an update on the state's response to the ongoing pandemic. The second phase of vaccine distribution began this week, which Virginians will likely hear more details about. As of yesterday, more than 193,000 people have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Nearly 23,000 have been fully inoculated. Starting this afternoon at 2, VPM News will be streaming the governor's press conference on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Virginia's General Assembly kicked off its 2021 session yesterday. As Ben Pavia reports, lawmakers mourned the death of State Senator Ben Chafin to COVID-19. 
Republican Ben Chafin was 60 years old when he died from complications caused by the virus earlier this month. Senator Todd Pillion remembered his colleague in a speech. If God needed an attorney, a banker, a farmer, or just a really great friend, he certainly got one now. But the bipartisan goodwill didn't last. Republicans blocked what is normally a routine vote to extend the session length from 30 to 46 days. And Democratic Speaker of the House Eileen Fillercorn stripped three Republicans of committee assignments. Her action comes after the lawmakers signed a letter asking Vice President Mike Pence to overturn the results of the November presidential election. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The first day of the General Assembly session in Richmond also saw the first day of protesters hoping to influence policymakers. New Virginia Majority and other progressive groups rallied outside of the Science Museum of Virginia where the Senate is meeting in person. Richard Walker told the crowd about his felony conviction in the 1990s and his successful fight to get his voting rights restored in 2012. Walker now runs the nonprofit Bridging the Gap, which advocates for automatic voter rights restoration for felons. The Commonwealth of Virginia, who are they to decide that you can take my constitutional rights from me? I think it's been unfair since I've heard of it, since I came home from prison. I've been fighting it. Senator Mamie Locke is proposing a constitutional amendment to remove restrictions on voting for people with felony convictions. The VCU Wilder School has released a poll about Virginians' knowledge of the state budget. 81% don't think there's enough evidence to approve or disapprove of the state budget. The budget was passed in last year's special session called by Governor Ralph Northam to address the state's $2.8 billion budget shortfall. Former Governor Douglas Wilder says, quote, The poll reflects an overwhelming majority of Virginians feel that the government has not provided information on how their taxpayer dollars are being spent. According to the poll, nearly half approve of Northam's transparency in spending federal resources for the pandemic, while 36 percent disapprove. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday, January 13th at 7 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.